Hi, everyone. This is Scott from Prepare to Answer. I want to share some news with you about an exciting new resource that we've created called So Much More Than Sex. It's no secret that the subject of sex is one of the biggest concerns for young Christians today. That's why we've created So Much More Than Sex for senior teens and young adults. It's a four-part video series, complete with notes and discussion questions, that you can do with your young adults class, small group, or even on your own. The point of the series is to help you shift the narrative about sex away from seeing biblical teaching as little more than an outdated list of do's and don'ts, and replacing it with the overwhelmingly positive, life-giving, and eternally significant vision that the Bible gives for your sexually ordered body. If you want to get in on the So Much More Than Sex series, just follow the link in the episode description. And now we turn to today's episode. The following is a presentation of Prepared to Answer, a ministry devoted to seeing a new generation of Christians experience life transformation through a renewed mind by teaching them to think like Jesus. The doctrine of the Trinity is one of the most important teachings of the Christian faith, and yet admittedly one of the most difficult to understand, especially for kids. Nothing caused me more trepidation during nightly Bible readings with my kids than beginning to explain to them how the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit were all God, yet different persons. My approach was prayerful, slow, but steady. I want to tell you that I've done everything right, but that would be a lie. I have tried, however, to teach my children thoughtfully and accurately about God. Perhaps in no other place has this been more challenging than when it comes to teaching them the doctrine of the Trinity. What follows is not necessarily a formula, but just the approach that I muddled through. I hope that it might provide you with some help and confidence to not shy away from tackling this essential Christian doctrine with your kids. First, just start with the facts. When my kids were very young, My wife and I made a point of daily Bible reading, or at least Bible stories. When we came to the story about Jesus, and in particular his death and resurrection, we necessarily bumped up against the doctrine of the Trinity in explaining why Jesus had to die and how his death could pay for our sins. But in those early stages, we just made the priority of teaching them that God sent his Son to die for our sins. In other words, just the facts. That God's love was demonstrated for them in sending His own Son to die for their sins was enough. Even in those early years, they can comprehend that God's love for them is pretty big for such a sacrifice. Second, wait for the cues. My daughter was around four and my son around five when they started connecting the dots that required further explanation. Each child's mind develops differently, so my wife and I found it best to let them cue us with their questions. As we read their Bible stories about Jesus, it soon became necessary to explain that everything Jesus did and accomplished, he did because he was God. I can still remember my son's response. So, Jesus is God? I could almost smell the smoke coming from the wheels spinning in his head. It became further complicated when teaching them about the Holy Spirit and how trusting in Jesus meant that God now lived inside our hearts. My son asked, But how can Jesus be in heaven and in my heart too? Kids are very smart. At this point, it became necessary to explain to them that while God is one God, he exists as three persons. We call this the Trinity. The word itself is never used in the Bible, but the Bible clearly teaches that first, God is Father. 
Genesis 1-1 presents God as the creator of heaven and earth, after which the whole Bible affirms that God the Father is the sovereign Lord over all the universe. God is Son. John 1 verse 1-4 clearly teaches that Jesus, the Word, was with God from the very beginning and was God, that all things were made through him, and that in him was life, and that life was the light of men. And God is the Holy Spirit. Jesus affirms the Trinity in Matthew twenty-eight nineteen, when he commissions his disciples to go and make disciples, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. And yet there is one God. One of the first scriptures that Jews would teach their children was Deuteronomy 6.4. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. So, there are three things that I want to affirm for my kids at this point. First, is that God is three persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Second, is that each person is fully God. And third, that there is only one God. Make it clear But don't try to remove the mystery. In the history of the Church, no one has been able to completely explain the Trinity. That's because the finite, that's us, cannot fully grasp the infinite, that's God. That said, I want my children to appreciate the mystery of the Trinity without concluding that mystery implies irrational or contradictory. Often skeptics scoff that the claim that God is one and three is a contradiction, but this is only true if the doctrine of the Trinity claims that God is one and three in the same sense, which it doesn't. God is not one person and three persons, nor is God one God and three gods. Rather, the doctrine of the Trinity states that God is one God in three persons. And even this I can explain to my child. One night when my son was asking how God can be three in one, I responded this way. When God made you and me, He made us one human being, living as one person. A human being is what we are, but a person is who we are. But God isn't like us. There is no one else like God, and one of the biggest differences about God is that while we exist as one human being, living as one person, He exists as one God, living as three persons. The three persons are all different, So the Father is not the Son, and the Son is not the Holy Spirit, and yet all three persons are fully God. That is, each person fully possesses the being or nature or essence of God. That's one of the ways that God is completely different from us. While we exist as only one person, He exists as three. I can't fully explain it, but that's because God is so awesome that I can't fully understand everything about Him. Now, that's not what I said word for word, but that was the gist of it. I didn't solve all the questions, but sought to explain the doctrine of the Trinity as straightforwardly and faithfully to Scripture as I could. The rest, I leave up to the Holy Spirit, while I anticipate the future questions and doubts that may arise. If you're raising young kids, or even young people, don't leave it up to your church teachers or pastors to teach them these essential truths, although certainly look for their help to do it. Since working through this with my own kids, I came across a great series of 10 children's books written by Dr. William Lane Craig called What is God Like? And it includes one book called God is Three Persons and presents a very clear explanation of the Trinity for kids. And I would highly recommend that to you as well as the whole series. As well, I'd point you to other resources on our website, 
such as The Trinity for Kids Part 2 and the article Is the Trinity Practical? I hope you'll find these helpful in further and better explaining the doctrine of the Trinity to your kids. Thanks for listening. The preceding has been a part of the recording ministry of Prepared to Answer. For more resources to help you become more confident in living out and defending your faith in Jesus Christ, visit us at www.preparedtoanswer.org or on Facebook and Instagram at Prepared to Answer. Thanks for joining us, and may the Lord bless and keep you.